in a completely unprecedented and unexpected, really uh, just extremely prophetic move, I guess. Uh, really strange. Palestinians are now turning to the Sanhedrin Organization of 70 Nations and are accepting a role in the Third Temple. This is big news. Uh, can't believe it's happening, but, you, you know, that's that's Bible prophecy for you. But also, Jacob Rothschild's publication, uh, he, he's made this, this, this thing public, a, a public Rothschild's admission that President Trump is trying to destroy the New World Order that globalists have spent decades trying to build. It has been publicly admitted. It is not a conspiracy theory uh, anymore. All that and more on today's Peck Report. All right, everybody. Hope you are doing well. I've noticed in the past few recordings that there's been a lot of glare on my glasses, and it's from my computer, so I tried dimming it. Hopefully that helps. Also, speaking of glasses, if you see that these are kind of, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're probably going to move around a lot and maybe maybe look kind of off-center and off-base. I, I actually had broken the <laughs> the arm of my glasses. I don't know if you could see that. Uh, m- me, my brother, and... Uh, Savannah, if you're familiar with our family, we, we tried to super glue it, but it didn't work. I just ended up, we just ended up getting a whole bunch of super glue on the lens. So, uh, it's going to be like this for a little while longer. I have to, uh, I, I, I needed a new eye test anyway. It's been years since I've had one. I definitely have needed one. Um, but, uh, I have to wait 10 days before my glasses, my new glasses come in. So for a little while, it's going to be, uh, the, the dried glue and the, the, off-center glasses look, but hey, that's okay. It's not a beauty contest, right? I hope not anyway. Otherwise, I am in trouble. Uh, But anyway, so I hope you guys are having a a great week. Hope everything's going well. Uh, We got lots of important stuff to talk about today. Uh, Just a quick reminder, if you haven't done so already, go on over to dailyrenegade.com. Become a member today, $10 a month, $100 a year. Get the $100 a year. You get uh, two months for free and you don't have to think about it for a whole year um, after you pay for it. So, you know, that's that's a pretty good deal. Uh, And you'll get the full episode of Peck Report. You'll get the full episode of uh, anything we do. We have about a dozen original uh, daily renegade shows and what we're trying to do is get away from youtube who is uh, constantly censoring us we don't want to be censored anymore we want to do our own thing and we as christians should be doing our own thing anyway we shouldn't be dependent on a demonic uh, and evil organization such as youtube has become uh, so palestinians uh speaking of <laughs> demonic uh palestinians have now turned to the sanhedrin organization of 70 nations and have uh, accepted a role in the third temple so we definitely got to talk about this uh now i'm going to turn it on screen share but i want to make sure because i actually added a little uh added a little video of me in the corner so i want to make sure this is going to show um this this infinite regression thing it's it's through my recorder it's it, it's called uh, uh obs studios it's a, a pretty pretty good program but but anyway um that's why that's why it's looking like that but uh so there we go so now you can see me and you can see the article at the same time so this comes from breakingisraelnews.com. So, you know, of course, Breaking Israel News, they, uh, they, they quote the Israel Bible quite a bit. So this is Psalm uh, 117, 1 through 2, says, Praise Hashem, all you nations. Extol him, all you peoples. For great is his steadfast love towards us. His faithfulness of Hashem endures forever. Hallelujah. 
All right, so here's a picture here that says uh, Muslims seen at the Temple Mount compound site of the Al-Aqsa Mosque and the Dome of the Rock in Jerusalem's old city on April 7th, 2019. Uh, and That's who the photo was by. So in September, apparently, the Sanhedrin hosted the first conference for the Organization of 70 Nations. Uh, the organization will bring together all of the nations under the common belief in the sanctity of the Bible and the sanctity of all of mankind. Now, when they say the Bible there, they're not talking about the New Testament. They're just talking about the Old Testament there. Uh, you know, these, these are practicing Orthodox Jews. So they're not talking about New Testament. And, you know, this is why this kind of stuff is important, because we want to know and understand what they believe. So we know how best to uh, how best to respond to their criticisms of Christianity, because the reason that it's important for us to know and understand what Jewish people today believe in Israel is whether they know it or not, they could be fulfilling Bible prophecy. This is one example of it. So we know that there's going to be a third temple at some point. Uh, now, whether that's a literal third temple or a metaphorical third temple or something in between, uh, you know, we don't know. But we, we, we do, you know, I, I think it's probably literal. But uh, we do know that in, in some way, some form, a third temple is going to arise. Now, what if... Uh, because, you know, Orthodox Jews, uh, practicing Jews today in Israel are expecting the arrival of their Messiah. They don't believe that Jesus was the Messiah. They believe that the Messiah is still yet to come. So what if that figure does actually arrive, but it's not actually the Messiah? It's a false Messiah. It's, what if it's the Antichrist? And they, you know, not knowing, they bring this figure in as the Messiah, begin worshiping him, and then he takes his seat in the temple and desecrates it just as bible prophecy speaks of so that's why it's important to know this stuff so we know how best to reach the jewish people with the gospel uh and listen the, actually uh part of your membership if you become a member of dailyrenegade.com um 10 of that goes to uh a couple of ministries five percent for each um, that go and minister to the the jewish people try to spread the gospel to them so it's really important um but you know, we don't know when Bible, pro we know Bible prophecy will be fulfilled. We just don't know when, you know, every generation has thought that they're the last generation. And and I used to be critical of that fact. You know, I used to think, well, you know, they, you know, we shouldn't be like that, but I, I actually think we kind of need that. You know, I, I think that's, that's why Jesus wasn't specific when he was going to return, but he said, you know, wait for him, you know, basically act as if he's going to return today, you know, always be waiting. I think we kind of I think we need to believe that we're the last generation even if we're not. It doesn't mean we believe a lie, we're just believing in a possibility because it is possible. Uh and I I think we need that so we have that such sense of urgency so we don't become lazy and tired. Um but that's why this stuff is so important. So this very well could be the last generation. This could be uh, and I do believe that, you know, we are seeing prophecy being fulfilled. Now, does that mean that all prophecy needs to be fulfilled right now? No, we might. I mean, there has been a lot of cases of uh, what Dr. Michael Heiser calls already, but not yet prophecies that have already been fulfilled, but they're in a sense going to be fulfilled again, or it was uh, it was a spiritual type or shadow, you know, so people think that like Nero was the, um, was the Antichrist, uh, but, but it's a type of Antichrist. People thought that uh, Hitler was the Antichrist. Actually, in every generation, you can find an Antichrist figure. Um, 
you know, people thought Bill Clinton or Obama was the Antichrist. Uh, you know, but the, these are all these are all types and figures. Uh, it, it's an already but not yet. We can use those examples to see how the ultimate prophecy is going to be fulfilled whenever that may happen. What role do we play in prophecy? Well, I, I believe, you know, the book of Jonah speaks about Nineveh, who was, um, you know, really, really wicked, unrepentant towards God. And God said that he was basically going to destroy it if, if, uh, if they didn't repent. So, you know, Jonah goes out. I'm, I'm shortening the story here, but, you know, Jonah goes out, preaches to him. They end up repenting, and so they didn't get destroyed. Uh, so there was a prophecy thing there, but it was like contingent. Now, there's also places in the Bible that says if we call out to, you know, God, if we repent, that he'll heal our land, all that stuff. All that to say... These prophecies will be fulfilled, but they don't have to be fulfilled now. You know, we, we, we could, we could, and I, I believe one, one of the ways that we might be able to stave this off for maybe a couple of generations, uh, and wouldn't that be nice? Um, ultimately, God's going to do what he wants to do. So I'm not saying that, like, we're backing God into a corner. I'm just saying that according to his word, you know, he makes provisions. If, if we call out, if we repent, he, he'll, he'll withhold some of this stuff. You know, his, his wine cup of wrath won't fall, won't, won't. Uh, uh, spill over. You know, that, that's what it's all about. So all, all of these things, all of these evil things that we as the world do, uh, and I know, I know the difference between the world and, you know, Christianity, but I'm just saying just, just as humankind, all of these things, all these bad things that we do against God, it fills up his wine cup of wrath. So if we can slow that down, it's not going to fill up as fast. And then maybe it'll take a couple more generations for it to really spill over. And that would be nice. So, uh, so I think I think one thing that we can do is take the Great Commission seriously. You know, go out to all nations, uh, preach the gospel. Um, but but you know what I want to focus on is is Israel and, and bringing the Jewish people to the knowledge of Christ. Because if if they accept Christ, or or even even if just a couple of prominent leaders accept Christ as their savior, then um, when the Antichrist comes, they won't be deceived. You know, or when an antichrist comes, they won't be deceived, and they won't they won't accept that figure, and then it'll be it'll have to be some future guy. You know, so yeah. But ultimately, for whatever reasons, I mean, we we are supposed to take the Great Commission seriously. We are supposed to go out and preach the gospel, the good news that Jesus Christ is alive, that Jesus Christ has conquered death, and if we put our faith in Him, um, if we if if we follow Him, then then we can escape death as well you know the spiritual death that was uh you know instilled in 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 the garden of eden uh, after the rebellion of uh, adam and eve and so that's great that's that's good news the good news is is that we can be reconciled with with god in eternity uh and the only but the only path to that reconciliation is jesus christ uh it's jesus what he did on the cross him him being being killed on the cross uh, being buried, rising from the dead, uh, proving that he has conquered death and that he is now the only way to spiritual, like eternal life. Let's call it that, you know? Uh, so that's great. That's good news. Uh, and they're, 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 you know, the, the, the Jewish people already understand some of this because, you know, they, they they have the whole Old Testament. You know, they understand they understand the need for a Messiah. They understand the need for a savior. So we just need to fill in those blanks. And um 
so so that that's what we should do. But that's why this is important. That's why it's important for us to understand their eschatology, what they're looking for. Really keep our eye on this third temple stuff. Uh, but let's continue. It says um, the Sanhedrin uh, sent out invitations to many nations in many languages. This included invitations in Arabic and Persian to nations that have uh, openly declared aggression towards Israel since the Sanhedrin was acting as the uh, emissary of the Bible and not in any political interest or as the representative of the state of Israel. So that's important, too. You know, they're they're trying to bring about essentially kind of a one world religion thing. I don't know if it's exactly the one world religion, but it would it would kind of make sense if the Antichrist is a false Jewish Messiah type of person, if that is the correct way to interpret it. We don't know if it is but if that's one way um you know it would make sense that maybe the 70 nations thing is like the catalyst for all of the stuff that you read about in in daniel and in revelation about essentially a one world government and a one world religion um now there's other there's other ways there's other things that that could factor in that we'll look at a little bit later i mean this this rothschild things you know with the new world order and stuff uh could certainly play a part as well but we'll talk about that in a little bit uh, so, but they're doing this. They're doing this now. They're bringing these seventy nations together in this weird interfaith thing. I mean, it's already like it, it's at least a type and shadow. It's at least you know, like like a type of one world government or a shadow of the one world religion. It's this. Uh, it's this. It's this. Um, uh, religion centered around what's called the Noahide laws. Now, there's a lot of hysteria, <laughs> frankly. There's a lot of hysteria around, you know, the the the, the prominence of the Noahide laws. Uh, an excellent video that I suggest you go and watch is just look up Dr. Michael Heiser Noahide laws. That that'll that'll get you that'll get you right to the core of what it is, and you can get around like a lot of the sensational stuff that's out there. Um, you know, now it, it's it's a Jew, it's a Jewish belief that the Gentiles must for salvation or or for 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 anything like that that they they must, uh, and even in a political way that they must um, abide by the 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 Noahide the seven Noahide laws. There's seven main laws. We've actually talked about that here on Peck Report as well. So I don't want to get into the whole thing, but you can look up Peck Report uh, Noahide laws and it should come up. Uh, but you know, like. Like what Jesus railed against, uh, part of this too is that there's seven Noahide laws, but then there's a lot of commentary from other Jewish scholars and stuff throughout time. There's like a lot of like additional things, uh, and that that's kind of what Jewish or uh, Jesus was getting after the the Jewish Pharisees about uh, was them adding all of these laws to like the original law. Uh, so there's that. There's there's really nothing explicitly biblical about the seven Noahide laws. The idea goes that you know. Uh, that God gave Noah basically seven laws to live by. And these are the laws that Gentiles should live by if they want to um, be reconciled to God or whatever. And, you know, there's like, most of it's pretty just common sense stuff. It's, it's, you know, don't murder people. There's a couple of dietary things like on how to, how to slaughter animals and, you know, how how to eat. But, but, um, you know, most of it's, it, it's just it, a, a lot of it you can find in the Ten Commandments, but but what people I think what people are worried about is all of the extra things that got put in over time, and there's this whole and I I frankly do think this is a sensational idea, um, uh, but ultimately even if it's real, the solution is still the same. Jesus is the answer. the The answer is to get 
get these people saved. But but there's this kind of hysteria around the idea that there's going to be a major Jewish takeover of the world, and the Jews are going to uh, are, are going to force the other governments to abide by the Noahide laws and all of their additions to the Noahide laws, um, which would include um, denying that you know Christ is the savior and stuff like that. Um, I don't see that. <laughs> I, I, I don't see that happening. Uh, personally, I, I don't really even see it prophetically. I mean, there's always going to be bad people in bad nations that are going to try to control and rule people. But, you know, the kingdom of the Antichrist, when you read the book of Daniel and, and Revelation, you know, it's it's fractured. It, it, it doesn't work well. You know, I mean, it's it's compared to, uh, you know, mixing iron and clay. And I know there's a whole fallen angel thing uh, aspect of that as well. But but it, it's really fractured. It doesn't work well. Whatever the plan is, it, 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 I mean, it's bad. They persecute Christians for sure. But um, it's not—I I don't think that there's going to be this massive, hostile Jewish takeover of the world, and they're going to infiltrate all the world's government. I just—I don't see that. And I think I think actually some of that is rooted in, in anti-Semitism and in, in, in a— uh, a very unfortunate um, you know, racial hatred that's infected the church, uh, some of it. Um, but but again, I just I don't see it in prophecy. I, I don't think we. But but even if that is even if that was the case, let's say that that is going to happen. Well, still the answer is the same. The Great Commission, Jesus Christ, that is the answer. Uh, proclaim Jesus, get these people saved, show, show them that Jesus Christ is their Messiah. That's the answer. Then when the Antichrist comes, if it is a Jewish Messiah thing, and if they're going to take it, then there, it, won't, it won't be an issue uh, because they'll know that Jesus is their Messiah. So uh, that, that's ultimate, ultimately the answer is still the same either way. But anyway, so that's that's kind of what's going on. That's the 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 history behind the seventy nations being called uh, together, um, and you know the Noahide laws and all all of this stuff. And and yeah, some of these some of these nations have like ag agreed that they should go by the Noahide laws. There's not like a I don't think there's like a penalty. Like, I don't think they've agreed to anything where, you know, if we don't abide by the Noahide laws, then the Jews can come in and take us over. And there's nothing like that. I mean, do you think, do you think any of these countries are going to put up with that? Uh, but some, some do actually think that, um, again, I think there's an extreme kind of hysteria centered around the Jewish people where some Christians are, are just basically think they're the most evil people in the world. And they'll cite people like, you know Rothschild, which we're going to look at in a little bit, but they'll 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 take a few examples of bad people that just happen to be Jewish, and then they'll cast dispersions on all of Israel over that. I think that's wrong. I think that's racially motivated. I don't think that that's there, there's nothing in the Bible that justifies that. Um, even if you believe these people are your enemies, you're sp still supposed to love them and pray for them. And I don't believe that these these so-called Christians are doing that. Uh, anyway, so let's continue. The Sanhedrin has received responses from several nations since the uh, conference from the most unexpected sources. A uh, passion political figure from Afghanistan, Nigeria, Cameroon, and others. One such response came from a respected ac academic, excuse me, um, Palestinian scholar who lives in Judea. The scholar must remain anonymous since there are elements in the Palestinian Authority and the Palestinian society that use violent methods against Palestinians who advocate normalization of relations between Jews and Arabs, i.e. coexistence between Muslims and Jews. Uh, yeah. And, and, you know, so I, I don't, I, again, this is, this is a spiritual problem. Like the, the whole Middle East issue, you know, the, the, the Muslims and the Jews can't get along. 
And, you know, human beings, Jews and Americans and Muslims and, you know, everybody, they keep looking for a political solution. So, like, you know, just generally speaking, the Muslims want to rule the Middle East. and They want to push the Jews into the sea. Not all Muslims, but I'm just generally speaking. Generally, Jews want to find a political solution, and Americans are kind of on that side, too. Uh, it's a spiritual problem. There will never be a political solution that's going to hold. Uh, and we see that. Uh, we see that in, in, in prophecy, in Bible prophecy, that there's never a time that these two people are going to get along. Why? Because everybody's missing the point. Again, the answer is Jesus. Go out to the, and, and uh, okay, like Muslim nations, you go out to a Muslim nation and try to get them saved, you are taking your life into risk for sure. Uh, but, uh, you know, Christianity is full of people in our past who have taken that risk and have lost their lives, have been martyred uh, for the proclamation of the gospel. And Christianity has taken the world by storm. I mean, it started with 12 apostles who all, I, I believe, every single one of them were, were martyred. Uh, there might have been one or two where it wasn't but like that. But but they all were persecuted, at least. Um, and And from those 12 apostles... Uh, it, it, it totally took the world by, by storm. So, you know, look, this is what we signed up for. You know, we, we, if, if push comes to shove and if we have to, um, if we have to risk our lives for Christ, we should be able to do that. Um, so, but we're supposed to go and look, Jesus is the answer to all of this. We're supposed to go into these nations and, uh, make disciples of all people. So Rabbi Halel Weiss says he, uh, Quote, he contacted the Sanhedrin and wants to work with us. He has a group of students he is educating and follow this path. Um, he recognizes the biblical basis for Israel and accepts them. He accepts that the only legitimate rule in the land of Israel is from the Jews and that the historical truth that the Jewish temples once stood on the Temple Mount. He wants the Palestinian people to be part of the organization of 70 nations and is aware that uh, this includes a biblically mandated Sanhedrin, courts of nations, and third temple as house of prayer for all nations, end quote. That's pretty un unprecedented. That That's amazing for, uh, you know, a Palestinian uh, scholar, you know, and, and, and authority to actually go along with all of this. Uh, so um, Rabbi Hillel Weiss says, quote, this man sees that the current political environment in this region is an outside force that engenders murder and violence, creating a culture that is not the true nature of the Palestinian people and is, in fact, destroying the Palestinians. The pa Palestinians cannot exist as a nation if they do not establish justice to deal with murder and violence. He recognizes that the UN and especially UNRWA have served as tools to bring this foreign political agenda into the Palestinian nation, an agenda that is not for the good of the Palestinians as a nation. He wants to break the connections with the UN that bring the true Palestinian people to take their place among the 70 nations. He understands this requires establishing courts for justice according to the laws of Noah, end quote. So that is an important point there. Um, and again, that's why it, it's important for us to understand what the Noahide laws are all about and not fall into this area because it is something we need to keep our eyes on, you know, obviously. Uh, it, it is it is something to be aware of and to keep our eyes on, but it's it's nothing that we really have to fall into hysteria over. Uh, but again, you know, this is nothing that we have to agree to. You know, this is this is not this is nothing that we need to support or advocate either. Uh, you know, we we should support and advocate the gospel of Jesus Christ, uh, not the laws of Noah, not you know any of this stuff. Um, now the article does does go on, and you can you can check it out here. The link is right there from Breaking Israel News. Uh, but we are running out of time, 
and we have to get to the Rothschilds. It's a hard name to say. It's always been difficult for me. Uh, but before we do, um, I want to have you go to uh, dailyrenegade.com and become a member. Uh, it's $100 a year or $10 a month. Do the $100 a year if you can, because then you get two months for free. Wouldn't that be nice? Two months for free. You only got to pay for it once, and you don't even have to think about it again. Amazing stuff. Uh, also, while I'm at it, I may as well tell you about uh, some Kratom. I, I Now, I suffer from chronic pain, um, and I use Kratom every day. Kratom is great for that. You can uh, just click on the link in the description below for that. Also, CBD Pure, CBD Pets, they are great as well. You can also find those in the links in the description below. Uh, or you can find uh, Tropic Health, which sells both Kratom and CBD at dailyrenegade.com. There's also colloidal silver. Uh, this is great for getting rid of your household cleaners. You can clean with this stuff, but it's also an immune booster. So whenever you get sick or even just take a little bit every day, uh, you can actually drink this stuff. You know, just that you don't need much, just like a little capful, but you can drink this stuff and uh, help boost your immune system. You can also get that at dailyrenegade.com. At the, just look at the top banners and you'll find all this stuff. Uh, very top banner. Or you can uh, click on the link in the description below. Uh, so... All that being said, please head on over to dailyrenegade.com. Get a subscription today. We would love to have you as a member. You're Again, just to remind you, you're also supporting ministries. Part of your membership goes to supporting uh, ministries who go and preach the gospel in the Middle East. So very important uh, to do. There's also a children's hospital we support, St. Jude's, and uh, a pro-life ministry called Created Equal. So uh, make, sure, make sure you go um, and help us out with that stuff. That would be great. Uh, so members, hang on the line. To everybody else, thank you for watching. Until next time, take care. God bless.